0: Yourself up there. It's only in your head you feel left out. Look down on. You do your best. Do everything you can. And don't you worry what they tell themselves when you're away. It just takes some time. A what a fantastic song this is. I don't know if you guys. Everything on this song, everything on this morning show is chosen because I go to the website wheeldecide.com and I spin it, and that's how I choose everything I do. So I have a list of like 200 bands, and I spin it. And then they're like, Jimmy Eat World. I'm like, fuck, all right. Listen to the middle. I feel like I'm in sixth grade again. Like, Remember the music video guy? It's uh, the music video for the song. Everyone's naked at a party, and he's wearing clothes. And then he finds a girl that's also wearing clothes and they fall in, fall in love because they're 2 clothed wearing folk. Anyway, happy Tuesday morning. Hope everything's going fantastic for you guys. I woke up like without a problem today. That was cool. Dude, just woke up. I got some weather for you. Oh, before the weather we do. Oh, 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 quit being a dumb piece of shit, Jimmy. Tuesdays, if you've watched the morning show. If you've listened to this on the podcast app, you know Tuesdays are a crazy fucking day for us at John Boy Media. We got a lot of shows that come out on Tuesdays. Talking Yanks, we just released an episode, an interview with Tommy Canley. We we're really excited about that. He was awesome. It was just a free-flowing conversation about getting traded to the Yankees and what was the plane ride like with D-Rob and Frazier when they got traded over from the White Sox. Uh, playing in Colorado, which he didn't enjoy. He actually tells a story about how he... Told his free, told his agent, get them out of Colorado. He didn't want to be there anymore. Uh, pitching, change up how fucking dirty it is and all that. Jumbo and Jake Radio is coming up in an hour and a half at 10 o'clock. We'll be live on the Jumbo Jake TV YouTube channel. Laughs from the Past today is really good. It's the first part of a two-part uh, series about the Donner Party. So the whole season, we're in the eighth season of Laughs from the Past laughs from the past and it's all about uh the wild west the eighth season all about the wild west i know people usually think gunfighters and and uh you know marshals and outlaws the donner party nothing more wild than that cannibalism desertion just crazy shit uh so it's a two-parter because the story's so good and uh, uh part one is out today I'd, I'd check it out if you if you're Interested in that stuff? If not, maybe you got some extra time. I think it's fantastic. Pinstripe Strong, Joe's and the Boys put out an episode today. Uh, actually, I think it was yesterday, but it's today. Anyway, go check that out to get your Yankees fix. Talking folk, they're talking about this new artist. His name is Logan uh, Ledger, and it's in it. His story's crazy because he's working with pre premier producers and other artists. Like his backing band is nothing but studs, and uh, it's crazy. Their description is bringing back the sounds of '50s country, California surf rock, and sprinkling in a touch of crooner. There's a lot going on, but I I I do like songs by him. Uh, Trev's got a new sequence coming out today with Mustakis, and then on Thursday we have a really big. I mean, not to, not to, not to say Mustakis isn't a big guest. That's awesome that we have Mustakis on the channel. Thursday's guest is big guest. And it's Christian Yelich. and watching baseball. This was a fun exercise in me trying to remember what year we're up to every single morning. I don't know. Oh, 2016 Cubs uh Cubs Indians. So we did we watched Rajay Davis's home run, that whole sequence and then the the Cubs winning uh Winning run in uh, whatever, 10th inning, 11th inning, I don't know what it was. So that's everything we're putting out today. And this, you, this is on the podcast app now. i think seen some people go over there and listen to it there. So thank you. And that's everything coming out today. It is a lot. Uh, all right. The weather in Washington, Wisconsin is 36 degrees and funny. And funny, wow. Fucking, that is not the word. It might be funny over there. I've had a lot of trouble speaking lately. Um, 36 degrees and funny. Probably like a bad weatherman joke. I did not mean to say that. Uh, Washington is an island. yo. I mean, I don't think... I don't know if you guys care at all. Um, I like geography. People don't care about geography, especially in America. They don't even know like where fucking states are in the own country. But... That's why I like doing the weather. I just do random state generator, state, and I just click in until I see a town, and then I go on the map. Washington Island is a cool, tiny island off of Wisconsin. Uh, I'm going to show you guys. All right? and You're going to probably enjoy it or not enjoy it, but you're going to see. So there's Lake Michigan. There's Lake Michigan, Washington Island, It's just the tip of the peninsula. Egg Harbor, Sister Bay, Washington Island. I always love looking at these tiny islands and then going satellite and being like, how many roads do they actually have? Good amount. When I was like, do people live there? And I zoomed in close enough and they have an airport and I think I saw like a, a church. So enough people live on this island. The Iris shipwreck. Interested in that now. So anyway, that's Washington Island. And it's 36 degrees there. And sunny. I wonder what that feels like. The picture of the beaches at Washington Island, and those look pretty shitty. But I'm not a fan of lake beaches anyway. Uh, I like real beaches, the ocean. Our player today, kind of a crazy story. His name is Bob Smith, which is as generic as they come. Bob Smith wonder if he's got a middle name. Bob, oh, Robert Eldridge Smith. This dude This dude's got some fun tidbits. Uh he was nearly 26 when he fined, when he signed his first professional contract. So he was just playing in town ball and local leagues and he was 26 years old when he like some got noticed. But he claimed to be three years younger. He told people he was 23 years old. Uh, And he repeated that fake birthday until he was an old man. Uh, He finally corrected it in an interview in 1977, well past his playing days. And he said, if they had known I was really 38 when I was telling them I was 35, they never would have kept me. So classic baseball story lying about your age. He uh, started off as a shortstop. I found this interesting. He started off as a shortstop, but then had to stop. So if you go to his page on Baseball Reference, and you look, and it shows you standard pitching. So you're like, okay. He was a pitcher. He started pitching in 1925 at age 30. I'm like, damn, that's a late start to his career. They actually thought he was 27, but if you scroll down to his hitting, he's got two years, 1923 and 1924, when he was 28 and 29, as a shortstop. But he didn't hit pretty good, 56 OPS+, plus, 60 OPS+. plus. I mean, on-base percentage never cracked 300. So they were like, all right, I guess this dude's not a hitter. So they threw him at pitcher, and he played for the Boston Braves. And his first year, he started ten games. Then he started a lot of games in a row up until nineteen thirty-one. So he was a pitcher all the way until he was forty-two years old. But I guess they thought he was thirty-nine. They're like we're not going to let this dude pitch into his forties. Gotcha, lying about his age the whole time. Bob Smith. The other, the other, the cool story is, is uh, that he he pitched a 22-inning complete game. The third longest marathon feat in Major League history. But I wonder, because I a lot of those happened in like the 1800s, but this was in 1927. In 1927, I have the game here, so I'll show you guys the game, if anyone cares, but 22 innings. So Chicago Cubs, Boston Braves. You can see the box score here. He pitches for the Braves. He gave up two runs in the third, one in the fifth, and then... The sixth inning through the 21st inning. That's what, how many? 12. I'm so bad at math. 16 something innings, whatever. Uh, he, he got scoreless. And then he finally lost the game. But he pitched 22 innings straight. Day game on grass. Let's go look at the box score. Oh, how many names, how many names do you guys think are nicknames and not their birth name it's 1927 i bet you 50 percent let's see sparky i bet that dude's real name isn't sparky sparky's real name is earl john adams so we're one for one nickname jimmy cooney i don't know if i'm gonna i mean uh his name is probably james his nickname was scoops that's cool i'm not counting that as a nickname Um, Earl, probably not a nickname. Name's probably Earl. Well, his fucking, his name's William Earl. That doesn't count either. One out of three. Hack. You think Hack's his real name? No, his real name is Lewis Robert. So now we're two, we're two out of five nicknames. Riggs. You think Riggs is his real name? His nickname was Old Hoss. Riggs was his middle name. Jackson Riggs Stevenson. Okay, I'm not counting that. Let's see, Charlie Grimm. That's not a nickname. Gabby. <laughs> this guy's nickname is Old Tomato Face. <laughs> oh, that's a tough nickname. I've clicked this link before. Why? That's a tough nickname, man. Old tomato face. Anyway, Gabby, Gabby's not as real. (laughs) Gabby's not as real name either. His name is Charles Leo. So even Gabby's a nickname. So what do we got? Gabby Riggs. No, Gabby Hack and Sparky. One, three out of uh, seven. Clyde Beck. His nickname was Jersey. His name is Clyde. Okay. What were they doing? Sheriff. (laughs) Sheriff Blake. Uh, That's a nickname. His real name was John. So, I don't know. How many nicknames do we have here? Jim, Bob, and Pete. So, on this team, Sheriff, Gabby, Hack, and Sparky. Four out of nine. And then the pitchers. All right. On this team, Lance, Dave, Jack, Andy, Dick, Eddie, Eddie, Shanty. Shanty's probably the only one. All right. Good job. Shanty's name was James Francis. So... um all right well what was i looking at oh this is his 22 inning game old tomato face so fucking So bad (laughs) nickname that's not fun uh bob smith all right so he, he walked the first batter of the game good start he walked sparky and then bunt ground out fly ball strikeout and then uh four batters the next inning uh, i mean look at this in the third inning he faced one two three four five six seven eight he walked three guys in the third inning that's not usually a recipe for a 22 inning complete game but he did it but he did it four bat did he ever have a one two three inning so far we're in the fifth and he hasn't had a one two three inning okay six nope four four batters in the sixth four batters in the seventh okay the eighth inning he finally gets a one two three inning about that and then in the ninth okay in the 11th in the 10th he got a one two three inning on a double play so he still let a guy on base um in the 11th a, a regular one two three inning in the 12th four batters in the 13th four batters in the 14th five batters there's an error though that sucks four batters in the 15th i mean this dude had to throw 200 plus pitches easy i mean maybe even 250 yeah in the 17th he got a one two three inning that's good oh and the 18th he really started the roll. you just needed to get him into if you got him to the 17th inning he was golden you just needed to get him there because because then in the 19th he had a one two three inning no that's bob osborne sorry wrong bob we had a bob versus bob matchup No, I mean, the 20th, he's four batters. Jesus. So how did he lose this game? I mean, he pitched a 22-inning complete game and lost it. The other team was changing pitchers, though, so unfair. Uh, He walked Hack Wilson. Then uh, Rig Stevenson bunted Wilson to second. And then Charlie Grimm had a single, and that lost him the game. 22-inning complete game. I'm going to see what he did the next game if you guys if you guys don't mind that was 1927 the next oh <clears throat> his next two games he threw complete games nine innings and nine innings. <laughs> he did take 10 days off after 22 22 innings straight, he took 10 days off and said uh yeah, I need a rest. So they gave him ten days off, and then he came out and threw a complete game, one earned run, win versus the Phillies. So, I mean, a really good job by Bob Smith. Seemed like a fun guy. I think that's what I read there as well. Like he was like a funny guy. He always, oh oh, you know what I read? That Bob Smith had a great impression of a drunk that would like wobble and fall over and one time he did it and his manager saw and his manager was like that's not good you can't you can't be drunk and they're like no nah, he's just messing with you just does a really good impression of a drunk that's all so that's Bob Smith I was excited about that guy 22 inning complete game bam good job by him uh book book today this is the this I don't know if you guys have seen this movie Jennifer Lawrence is in it she went on to be super famous I fell in love with her from this movie when she's like not looking uh she's they're not she's not dialed up at all but Winter's Bone I don't know if anyone knows who Daniel Woodrow is I don't know if anyone cares but he is like uh country noir like um he if you know who Dennis Lehane is he's like the Ozark version of him and he made me fall in love with the characters around the Ozark he has tons of books uh actually I think I've read all of them besides the latest which I just saw he put out a book in 2013 which I didn't read but Winter's Bone is a good one and it's a good movie so anyone that hates books doesn't want to watch it it's about this 16 year old girl whose dad owns a meth lab and then uh, the cops are after him and if they don't catch him, she's going to lose the house because they're going to take all his belongings and she's not 18. And so she has to find her dad dead or alive and just kind of procure that so she can keep the house. And she's a badass 16 year old girl in a land of scary fuckers. Um, there's a line in this book. This, If you're new to this show, I like books and I always talk about a book at the end and if you like it, That's awesome. Let's talk about it. If you don't, I don't give a fuck. Uh, This is a line in the movie, too. So whoever wrote the movie, it stood out to them. And I don't know if I agree with this or not, but I always think about it. Never, never ask for what ought to be offered. And in the movie, they're like going starving. And uh, her little brother's like, can we ask the neighbors for some food? And she says, never ask for what ought to be offered. And I think part of it is you don't want to come off like a beggar and you don't want to come off like you need someone else's help. I think part of it's pride. I don't know if I agree with it or not, but I like the quote and I've always thought about that. Um, Never ask for what ought to be offered. I think sometimes you have to ask for what ought to be offered to get what you want. But majority of the time, I agree with that. I mean... I don't ask for much. So that's a quote. Anyway, Daniel Woodger's got a ton of good books. He's awesome. So go check out that if you like that. And the movie. The movie's good too. Jennifer Lawrence, she showed up to the audition for the movie and they told her she was too too pretty for it. So then she showed up the next day like hung over and looking like shit or something like that. And got the part. Bam. Winter's bone. Do you guys have a preference if it's... uh, A lot of book readers have a preference. They don't like buying books that has the movie, the actors on the cover of the book. A lot of book readers like, I don't want that. I want the original cover, just not the movie cover. Because they like to be like, the book's better than the movie. Hard to say that when you you only bought it after the movie came out. You know, you can't be all, all smug about it. Some people have really... Thick opinions on that. I guess I don't care. I don't care. Some people care about that shit. Anyway, uh, I saw there's some people in the YouTube chat. Um, And... Bob Smith was originally a shortstop. Correct. We talked about that. Um... Winner's bone brilliant yeah I like all of uh Daniel Woodrell stuff he's got a bunch I think I had I mean all my books are just in boxes and flown about but well you know I'll run out of books eventually so I'll just save other Daniel Woodrow books for for future morning shows anyway listen to some Jimmy at world again finish my coffee John Jake radio at 10 o'clock today sequence and all the rest check them out thanks for hanging out with me in the morning for a tiny bit we all got to laugh at old tomato face a little so that was fun see you guys